0: Welcome to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell, co-host here with Kurt Souter. Good morning, Kurt. How are you doing today, buddy? Chad, doing super. Good. Great great to see you, man. (laughs) Good seeing you. you have seen you too. Uh, For those of you who do, those three people of you who listen to the show on a regular basis, (laughs) we're growing. We're growing, folks, and we appreciate all the encouragement. But for some of those who've been listening, you'll notice that last week we had our first kind of rerun, replay, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, since we started. We started back in the fall, and there's a little story by, <laughs> behind that. We've we got to tell that story, right? <laughs> All right, so we had a guest on last week. We, we, ta- we taped the show on a Tuesday, and it airs on the following Saturday, Sunday weekend, right? It plays the same show, plays on Saturday and Sunday. So we taped it on a Sa- uh, Tuesday morning, and we had Chris Morgan, who's uh, head of FCA down at UofL, and Chad Mosteller, who's the, his assistant, you know, pastor down yeah, there. Cha- they're the chaplains down yeah, there. Yeah, the chaplains down at UofL. We did a whole show, <laughs> and we got an email about an hour after the show from the guys here at the station. That says, we have some technical difficulties. Uh, your recording did not record. So we did an entire show with those guys. We had fun. We had a great show, but you didn't hear it. <laughs> and you're not gonna hear it, but we're gonna get those guys on again soon. But uh, but anyway, so that that was why we had a replay of last week. Yeah, and, <clears throat> and the replay wasn't all bad. No, Bob Russell, and you know if you want to hear any past episodes of Bob or anybody, since like I said, we've been on the air since October of last year. And if you want to hear any of our past episodes, you can go to SoundCloud.com, Facebook, and iTunes, and just type in Solid Steps Radio, and you can hear all of our past shows. So. It's, it's a great segue from last week, who we had on last week, who didn't make it on the air, who we interviewed, to who we have on this week. So here, here's a stat that you didn't hear last week that you're going to hear this week, that between the ages of six and 12 years old in America today, how many kids do you think are playing sports, Kurt? Between the ages of six and 12 years old in America today. Millions. How, yeah. How many kids, How many millions? How many millions do you think are playing organized sports? I have no earthly clue but I'm going to guess 10 million. Well, not too bad. 18 million it says. 18, 18 million. million. Yeah. And what do you think the most of those play? Of the of those 18 million, what do you think the most what sport gets the most participation? Soccer. Close. They come in at 5 million. The one that has the most is 5.5 million that's basketball. Basketball and then soccer. Yeah. So I
1: was hey, I was pretty
0: close there. Soccer's got uh, five million. Baseball four point five million, and then um, football is one point three million. And softball eight hundred sixty-two thousand. And track and field seven hundred thirty-one thousand. So, anyway, basketball is king. Wow. And I think our guest would and, and, be uh, and would he and he plays basketball. That. Yeah, yeah. That's,
1: that's exactly right. Our guest this day is Steve Wigginton. Steve, it's great to have you here, man.
2: Good to be here, man.
1: It's great to have you.
2: I heard the the replay of the deal last week. I was doing in-between sessions of a basketball camp in Shelby County on Saturday and was rolling, and I heard... Bob Russell's voice. I'm like, that's Bob Russell. So, uh, <laughs> so even your replays, man, they were hitting people. man.
1: <laughs> well, it's awesome to have Bob uh, as a, as a backup. But mm. hey, so so Steve, you've been you've been playing basketball for how long?
2: Um, I had a birthday last week, so Uh-oh. I guess you know I've been playing basketball. I mean, since I was a little kid, man. You know, you've been. Um, I'm fifty four, man. So. You know?
0: You were young. Yeah. You are young. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. When, when, you, when you don't know how old you are, that's kind of the beginning stages, I think. <laughs> when you have to think. <laughs> nah, you, you know, you just after you get to 50, you just kind of...
2: Everybody looks the same, Absolutely, right? <laughs> man.
1: Your hair starts thinning out. and uh, So, okay. So, Steve, you've been... Uh, so you play ball... Uh, all through grade school, junior high, high school, played a little college ball. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: <clears throat> Just in, you know, in high school, was a decent high school player, wanted to play college basketball, wasn't good enough to play at a at a big school, so I went to Berea College. Uh, was there for a year, kind of small, come from Louisville, so I transferred to Western Kentucky University where my dad told me I should have gone anyway, but <laughs> <clears throat> had to figure that one out on my own. Went there, didn't play at Western, but got an opportunity to play with athletes in action overseas in India, and incredible experience there. Just playing six weeks all around there, and just at Western saw how sports and faith really fit together. Mm.
1: So yeah. it really, it really started connecting when you're at Western.
2: Yeah, yeah. What didn't come to Christ until I was a senior in high school, anyway. So that the whole period in college was just a huge greenhouse time for me, growing in my faith. Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Hey, so. Um, Tell us about your family real quick.
2: Um, You married way up. I did. Married my high school sweetheart. um, Looked across the cafeteria as a senior in high school. (laughs) See this pretty girl being a big stud that I was, I worked my courage up and asked a friend of mine to ask a friend of hers whether she would go out and uh, <laughs> got lucky. And uh, it was actually first date. She starts telling me about this incredible church that she goes to. And, hey, you ought to come to church with me. And good looking girl asks you go to church, you go, man. <laughs> so,
1: absolutely. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So you and Kim have been married how long?
2: Been married for 30 years. No way. Yes. Wow. 31 coming up in May. May 25th for anyone who's listening. It's <laughs> uh. good. He, you notice he didn't know
0: his birthday. Yeah. Ben is exactly what he
2: was married, uh, That's, what, uh, so that's
1: priorities. and That's an intelligent, <laughs> brilliant man right there. <laughs> and you got three girls. Tell us about the girls.
2: Uh, just me and my brother growing up, so I had to get used to girl stuff when the first girl <laughs> came along, and I didn't learn my lesson, so we got second, got third. But uh, all T's, Teal, Tori, and Tress. And Teal has graduated teaching first grade, coaching cross country at Highlands Latin School. And tori is a junior running at WKU, and Tress is a junior at CEC. So
0: yikes! Tress was in my wedding. Yeah, she was a flower girl at my wedding. I remember that. So, yeah, because and your daughter was and, in my and wedding, I, and Ellie was in in there. <laughs> Here as I am well. making fun of y'all being old. <laughs> <laughs> and I, the girl was in my wedding. It was a flower girl. Now yeah, she's a junior in high school. Early, so.
1: Gosh. Oh my goodness! Okay, so Steve, you've been a part of FCA. Uh, we're going to talk about FCA today and how God uses athletics and sports and all that, uh, all that stuff. Um, how did you, how did you get involved at FCA?
2: Told you, just growing up, you know, was not a Christian growing up. Um, lived in a very moral household, but uh, had never come into a relationship to the Lord. So sports were pretty much our world, and lived for, for basketball and running and uh, wasn't, like I said, until senior in high school came to understand who Christ was. When I made the decision to follow him, he didn't take away a love for sports. You know, that, that love continued, but he began to show me how you how you put the two together. How can you use basketball to get people's attention to share your faith? And that just really came into focus you know, all time there at WKU. That was the first place I'd ever heard of FCA was at Western Kentucky University, and we were blessed to have probably 220, 230 people coming every Thursday night to FCA at really? WKU. And just exploding and, you know, got opportunities to go speak at churches and do summer camps and knew at WKU that that FCA would be my dream job. And... uh yeah, it is still is to this day.
1: I mean, and so you you have been on staff with FCA for how how many years? Uh,
2: since nineteen eighty seven, so that's coming up on thirty years this next year. So, wow, um,
1: that's that is fantastic.
2: Yeah, yeah. You so, find something that, it ain't really a job to me. It's like man, just a, a blast to get up every morning and go into schools and go into locker rooms, and you're not saying hey, you got to be this denomination. No, you just you just follow Jesus and love him well and let him let him have your time on the field on the court wherever you are yeah uh, that's
1: cool okay so i, I got to ask you though um because well we're going to have to take a little break in just a minute but uh touch on you, you can you can spin how many basketballs at one time
2: i can spin 8 yeah
1: Spin 8. Okay, d- describe that for our listeners.
2: You have to put your toes and your fingers really wide wide apart to, to get them to <laughs> – no. Um, get these little Velcro straps like that will put a pin on each shoe and then a pin on each calf and then a pin on each thigh, and then you got two going in your, in your fingers. And so you just have to – if you're sitting on the ground and you get the ball going real fast and you just don't move, they all stay up.
0: What's been even more impressive is he's doing it right now yeah, as he's on, a, he's on the
1: radio. <laughs> that is impressive. And he is now spinning eight <laughs> basketballs. <laughs> We're just teasing,
0: audience, but. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, we got to get a video of that. I want to see. You got a video of that
2: somewhere oh, on YouTube? I'm sure it is. It's out there, man. We'll, um, we'll, we'll try to get that
0: posted to our
1: absolutely. Uh, our Facebook page, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> Wig is known around all of uh, Kentuckyana as the oh. spinning the basketball guy. There you go, man. So, so I'm going to ask you another question, but we need to take a break here for for just a second. So we'll. Uh, okay. um,
0: we're going to take a break. We'll be back here after our first segment. And join us here in the next segment. We're talking about Steve and FCA and, and all that's been in his life on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our second segment here of Solid Steps Radio. And uh, if you're just joining us, we got Steve Wigington of FCA. He's talking about all his history on the basketball courts and floors. Speaking of floors... <laughs> Carol Rogers Carpet One is a sponsor of our show. So nice if you need, segue. See that segue? Thank was, you. That I'm was, trying trying to my best here trying to work that in. <laughs> but uh, if you need any carpet flooring or any kind of basketball floors, I don't think they do basketball floors, but hardwood floors, mm-hmm. right? They have that over at Carol Rogers Carpet One. And then we also want to thank Ellen and Credit Union for sponsoring our show. So yeah, we've been talking with
1: Steve Wigginton, who's with FCA and we, we were so intrigued by okay you can you can spin eight balls and you know two of them on your toes and two of them on your you know I mean you got six of them on your legs and then you got you're, you're holding them up. So how, how long did it take you to learn how to do that?
2: Obviously you start with one, you just don't start with a <laughs> um, you start with one and then you you, you kind of just kind of keep adding them. Um, there was a girl who who is still to this day traveling around the country doing halftime shows for pro basketball games. Her name's Tanya Crevier. I saw her do her show one time and thought, man, if this little five-foot-tall girl, if she can have that kind of confidence hand a ball, maybe I could too. And so began to practice. And Did she give you some pointers? Or oh, what? yeah. I, like back in the day where you had the little – you know, was it VHS, the little thing? I, I would just wear the rewind, slow-mo button out. You know, it's like, well, how did she do that? And you start kind of pick up one trick and then another trick. And so over time, God just gives you the, the opportunity to do put together ball handling demonstrations and then share your faith through that.
1: So so that started back in when you were at Western as a college student. Correct, yep. And, and you just kept practicing, kept practicing, and... Yep. Finally, you could get eight balls spinning all at the same time. Yeah, tell us the first time that you were, um, where you were at a uh, an event and you were the show.
2: Um, the very first time was probably at a sports banquet for Christian Academy back at Southeast when they were on Hikes Lane and they needed somebody to do like a a banquet thing. And so, yeah, I'm sure it looked pretty rough at that point, but uh, <laughs> it. Probably looks rough now, so I think I'm in, <laughs> in the process of becoming. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how, how many times do you do that? Uh, you know, do you do that uh, in a performance once a week, once a month? I, you know, how often?
2: I would say that sometimes there's different points of the year where there, it's just more needed. Like at the end of March, beginning of April, everybody and their mother is doing basketball award yeah. nights for Upward, and so that's really not just around here, but kind of around the country. And... Then, during the summer, everybody and their mother does a basketball camp, and so they're looking to fill a little time, and if I can fill time and spend basketballs and talk about Jesus, I'm coming, man, <laughs> um, yeah.
1: That's incredible. Do you still
2: practice that? I do, in, a, in our house, you can dribble in the kitchen. Um, so, we, we, I don't know what it's <laughs> like. No, no
1: other rooms all right? right? <laughs> yeah. Kim's got everything else blocked
0: off.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in the kitchen, there's hardwood, so you can, you, can, uh, you got the green light to do it.
0: Uh-huh. Gotcha. Hardwood, right? <clears throat> As in Carol Rogers carpet one. There, there you go. Oh, there good. See, uh, another it. segue. That's <laughs> awesome. On.
1: Uh, so, okay, so Steve, you've been you've been spinning basketballs for thirty year on nearly thirty years, and you've been in FCA. What, what what is FCA? Tell us tell us what it's about, and what what's your heart with okay. all that.
2: Fellowship of Christian Athletes is just a non-denominational ministry or interdenominational, however you want to kind of work it around the country. Actually, it's global now. It didn't used to be global, but it's global. Uh, The official purpose of FCA is to present to athletes and coaches and all whom they influence the challenge and adventure of receiving Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, serving Him in the relationships and the fellowship of the church. So we don't want to be the church in terms of hey, people need to have a body that they're connected with, but FCA <clears throat> is really so much of a presenting ministry to kids on sports teams, whether that's AAU, whether that's in high schools, middle schools, elementaries, colleges, and then we we lift up the gospel and then hopefully try to get them connected to a church where they're going to really grow and be discipled.
1: And is, it, <clears throat> is, is, is FCA a part of...
2: Pro stuff too now or not? It is. Um,
1: and you use a lot of pro athletes, right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's do team chapels really all over the country. FCA does team chapels um, regardless of the sport. Doesn't matter what it is. Um, so when I first came on, there were probably two schools that had an FCA in the Louisville area, and you know was just out of college. Um, over time, you'd start to talk to this coach and that coach, and FCA was pretty much just a morning gig. You know, like at Mayo High School, their FCA you know, meets on Tuesday mornings in the gym, and there'll be 75, 80 kids come. At Eastern High School, it's going to be on Wednesday mornings, um, and you're going to have probably similar numbers. But that's what FCA looked like. It was a morning thing where anybody and everybody could come. And then over time, probably maybe 10 years ago, we started doing afternoon team chapels that all the morning FCA's were open to anybody and everybody but then in the afternoons we would go to whoever was in season we would ask the football coach hey coach we would love to put someone in front of your football team once a week obviously you can't force the guys to come but but if it's before practice right before practice for 15 minutes you know would love to offer someone who would come do a little chapel that would relate football to God's word and that has exploded um, football volleyball, cross-country, basketball, baseball, softball. I think last year in Greater Louisville, we did weekly team chapel for 270 different teams um, that would go every week during their season. And just a blast because some of those kids, they would never get up in the morning to come to a morning FCA, but if it's right before practice, and what the heck, dude. I mean, I could sit there and stretch and listen to somebody – you know, do team chapel. That's that's what we do.
1: And you, and a lot of times you bring in athletes who are really solid in whatever that sport is.
2: Yeah, the I, idea not, I, idea would be to find someone who's played that sport, who can talk that lingo, knows. You know, obviously you don't want me talking to lacrosse, probably. You know, but find somebody who's yeah, they've played lacrosse, they know the game, but they also know Jesus and can relate that well. And it doesn't matter, honestly if that team chaplain doesn't need to be some current college player or just out of college. There's a guy named Roger Newell, just passed away this past fall. Roger a, was a retired Methodist minister, played semi-pro baseball, coached baseball at PRP for a while. We would give Roger, I mean, he's probably 75 years old. We gave Roger three high school baseball teams every spring, and those boys would ask the next year, can Mr. Newell be our team chaplain? I mean, the dude's 75, but he just bled Jesus and baseball. And they love to hear his stories. Oh, so okay. it doesn't matter how old you are or if you played at some huge level. But, man, if, that, if that's your passion, it comes through.
1: So, wow, that's incredible. So mm-hmm. when you first started, it was two schools. Mm-hmm. And, and how many schools now?
2: Weekly, we're in 106. Um,
1: Every week, you are in 106 Correct. Schools, correct, yeah, and
0: that's really year round. No matter because there's always a sport in yep. season, right? Yep. I mean,
2: oh yeah, yeah. And the in the, the morning thing, you pretty much all, you know, about 106 schools, and then with all the team chapel stuff, it, yeah, it's it's a blast. Hmm.
1: That's incredible. Uh-huh. So so talk about um, how did that? You know, obviously you, you talked to one coach, and pretty soon you're at two schools, and pretty soon you're at four, and and uh, I mean, how do you keep up with all that?
2: There are, it's myself, um, a guy named Scott Long played wide receiver at Louisville, a guy named Brian Runyon played baseball at Bellarmine, and a guy named B.J. Wright, who a uh, point guard at, at Boys College. So we split those schools, and then our administrative assistant, who does all the smart work that we're too stupid to do, uh, Barbie White, she handles all that office stuff. <clears throat> and then we'll have interns – we find a coach, a teacher within a school who loves the Lord, who wants to kind of head up FCA in their school, and then they run the morning gig. We have a, a, a two-page list of speakers, people from all around Louisville who want to share their faith and can do that well. If you go to fcalou.org, fcalou.org, you'll see our speaker list up there. Anybody who happens to be listening who would like to sit down and talk about being added to that list, we'd love to meet with you. And then we go find team chaplains. We'll find people, hey, who, who's so-and-so? Hey, they played basketball at you know Ball State back in the day, or um, they swim for Bellarmine, or they play field hockey for UofL, and we'll pull them in as team chaplains. And then who else do you know? and then that person knows so-and-so, and and they know so-and-so, and and youth ministers are all around the area. A lot of youth ministers, they're not able just to go sit in a school and eat lunch with students, but their open door into the school is often team chapels. Hey, I I will be the team chaplain for you know, Crosby Softball or whatever. Um,
1: That's incredible. That's phenomenal. So so every week you're in 100-plus schools, you're in... 200 and some teams throughout the year, you're ministering to how, how many kids every year?
2: I I don't know. I mean, it, it's, yeah, I have no idea. I don't even know what the numbers would be. I mean, if, if you were super conservative and you said, okay, a uh, hundred schools, and then let's say the average conservative number would be that there's 25 kids in a huddle okay obviously you can do that math regardless of what sport you played you know you, you got that math on just the morning gig if that's conservative but then you start doing team chapels and you know football's huge numbers yeah lacrosse is huge numbers track teams are huge but who knows? I just—it's a blast. I love what we get to do. It's thousands. It's and a lot. thousands. A lot of, of kids. kids yeah.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Uh-huh. That's that's awesome.
0: I'll tell you what—we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to Steve about sports, and he sees a lot of you know interaction with the adults and sports and all kinds of different programs. We're going to talk about the good side of that and the bad mm. side of that. And talk about how we as dads can use sports to uh, just teach life to our kids. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio.